Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message was recorded on Sunday, December 18th, 2022. So this is our third week in our Christmas series, and I'm noticing a shift in the energy in myself, and even this morning during our worship. I don't know if you all remember last week, there was Tons of people here, and the energy was high, right? You remember that? And this morning, it feels a little different, doesn't it? It, To me, it feels deeper. It feels more heart-centered. So let's just lean into that. Let's just lean into that. It feels a little more heart-centered because we're getting a little bit closer to Christmas. I think as we get a little bit closer to Christmas, we allow ourselves a little more hope. A little more hope. That this could possibly be a season where a miracle happens. And we talked about all this series so far, you know, Reverend Don helped kick it off and we were talking about all season that this is, we're claiming this as a Christmas of hope, right? And we said in in week one that with God, all things are possible, right? All things are possible to those that believe. And we were looking at all these characters in the Bible. We were looking at Zechariah who was told that his wife was going to give birth and, and Zechariah said, oh no, it can't be. Well, then she, in fact, was pregnant and she did give birth to John the Baptist. Then last week, we talked a little bit about how when when Mary was also visited by that same angel, uh, Gabriel, you know, that then uh, when she got together with Zechariah and Elizabeth, that literally the baby inside her belly leapt for joy, right? And we said last week, what we were going to do is seek to see and recognize the Christ everywhere. Remember that? We said, let's do that. Let's see if we can recognize the Christ everywhere in our shopping, even in the color. Remember, we talked about all those colors and the spirituality of the red and the green and the white and the gold and the gold being one of the gifts that was brought to the Christ child. These are not just fun to dress up in. These have a deep spiritual significance and meaning, right? So we're seeking in our spiritual community and in our walk together to find meaning in this holiday that goes beyond getting stuff. You know, that's what everybody else does. We're people of faith. We're supposed to be different, right? We're supposed to be living lives that are based 
in God, in the Christ essence. We are supposed to be living lives on purpose, living from this Christ self, and then celebrating this time of year, the Christ birth, right? The birth of Jesus the Christ, which was the hope of all humanity, that he came to a troubled time politically and socioeconomically. Imagine. People have always been people, I reckon, right? There's always trouble, always trouble, always things to bring hope and energy and peace and joy. So hope, and not just hope for anybody, hope for all. Remember we said, hope for all. Let's say that together. Hope for all. You know, that means both Republicans and Democrats. Did you know that? (laughs) Hope for all. Hope for all. And that we even said the Gospel of Luke that we're studying this season, this Gospel was written by Luke, who did not walk with Jesus, but came 70 years after and was a Gentile. And so was trying to get the message that, hey, he's for everybody. This is not just the Jew thing. This is for everybody. We're still trying to remember that today. That this Christ essence is in all and for all. And we learn that later in the Gospels when we get to the Gospel of John where it says, in the beginning was the Word and the Word was with God and the Word was God. And that energy was in all. It says the light was the light of all people. It goes on to say. So somehow in our Western thinking, we forget that. We think it's about the stuff we get. And it's really about how we give of ourselves in this holiday season. That's really what the call is. How are we giving? So we give gifts as representations of the Christ, but not necessarily about the thing itself. We are the thing itself. The gifts are a representation of us remembering the Christ gift this season. So if you were taking notes today, number one would be believe. Say that with me. Believe. Believe. So as I was reading through the stories, and of course I read the Christmas story every year, you know, imagine that as a minister. I read it every single year. And that actually started when I was a little kid. Every Christmas Eve, my mom would get out that big family Bible. Have you guys seen those? They're this big. And she would get it out and she would read by candlelight. And she'd read that story every year to us on Christmas Eve. So we wouldn't forget what this was about, you know. So every year I'm reading it, I'm thinking, what is it about for me this year, because every year I believe we're called to something new. We don't want to just remember what happened 2,000 years ago. There's something for me today. Look at the person next to you and say, there's something for you today. In other words, something good's about to happen. I don't know what it is, but I'm going to believe something good is about to happen. Something good is about to happen. Will you say that with me? Something good is about to happen. Praise God, right? As ministers like to say when we get together, we say, praise God and pass the offering basket. Good is coming. (laughs) Right? Praise God and pass the offering basket. Anytime something good happens, that's what I say. Praise God and pass the offering basket. It is done. So it is the belief in the good that was about to happen. And in every case in the scriptures, what we see is when we believe in the good, good things happen. If you look at the Hebrew Bible, right, which is what we call, which is what we grew up calling the Old Testament. In the Hebrew Bible, what you saw is disobey God and you will be cursed. Obey God and you will be what? Blessed. Exactly. Blessed. Yeah. 
So we learn we're not really punished for our sins, but by them. In other words, our actions have consequences. Right, so we, we saw all that in the Hebrew Bible, and still when it comes to the New Testament, people are still not getting it. Right, so what I've learned is that the belief in something good is about to happen starts to begin to draw good both to you and from you. See, in our society, we are so many focused because everything comes with a click and point, point zero, point zero one two seconds that we forget we're supposed to be the blessing. It's not just about sitting at home and clicking and getting what we want. It's about you're supposed to be a gift to the world. But to do that, you have to first believe. Believe. It is done unto you as you believe, the scriptures say. It is done unto you as you believe. So I want you to really think about this season. What are you believing in? What is what? What wonderful grand thing are you being called to? What if you believed in that? What if you didn't have to believe one narrative or another that was on the news and you could just go right to God instead? Right? What if you just live from your own internal truth knowing your connection with God, something good is about to happen for me, and that's what I'm going to focus on. That's what I'm going to put my mind, my heart, and my soul about. I'm going to believe something good is about to happen. Turn the other way. Tell the other person. Something good is about to happen. <laughs> so I want I to stay on this point a little bit because here's what the ego says. No, no, Cynthia Alice, you don't know. Don't you know I have a doctor's appointment coming up? I have a diagnosis. You don't understand my money situation or my divorce situation or my kid's situation. I'm saying something good is about to happen. That God is greater than any little circumstance you're giving all the power to. Right? Something good is about to happen because God's will for you is good. I mean, this is a good news, friends. Right? In unity, we're not supposed to be miserable sinners. We're supposed to be happy sinners. <laughs> right? Something good is about to happen. Amen? Some of our greatest leaders in unity have said the best is yet to be. And sometimes we walk around like we don't know that truth. The best is yet to be. I believe something good is about to happen. You know what? The more we believe it, the more it does. I said last week I'm an eternal optimist. It's because I've learned my thoughts have and my actions and my beliefs Right? That's what Charles Fillmore called your consciousness. Your thoughts, feelings, beliefs, and ideas. All these things combined make up your consciousness. And that's then what your life begins to draw. And that's also the energy you give out. It's so simple. Right? It's called the law of cause and effect or the law of giving and receiving. Right? I believe something good is about to happen. Will you say that with me? I believe something good is about to happen. I believe something good is about to happen, yeah. Something good is about to happen. And it's especially important, it's especially important if you got something rough going on. It's like you just speak right to that thing and you say something good is about to happen. Like, I don't know how the blessing is coming from this thing or this appointment or this a biopsy or this thing, but I'm going to claim something good is going to happen from this. In other words, I demand to see the blessing in this thing. Something good is about to happen. Say it with me one more time. 
Something good is about to happen. And so when you leave here today and somebody says, how was church? You're going to say, something good is about to happen. I, I don't know about anything else. All I know is something good is about to happen. And I'm going to wait with expectancy. And that's through the entire Christmas story. The belief that was required. The belief that was required. And of course, you know, the stories we see in the Bible and especially in the Gospel of Luke, remember, it's not about somebody following uh, everybody around and writing everything down. These were stories that were told about the impact of this hoping and wishing and praying and believing. And so the stories were about believe that anything is possible. So it's throughout the entire Bible what's Impossible with man is possible with God, right? So we believe something good's about to happen. That's number one. So what is number one? Believe. Say it with me. Believe. Believe something. Yeah, I believe something good is about to happen. Believe. Number two is listen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Listen. Say it with me. Listen. Now say to the person next to you, now listen. Now listen. <laughs> now, what'd you say? Men don't do that, right? Yeah, listen, listen. Listen. So, in the prayer chaplain training, which we have coming up, we'll do this listening exercise. It's a lot of fun because we practice listening first at 50%, then at 75%, and then at 100%. It's incredible. As a culture now, we listen at about 5%. Because it's always this in the hand, right? Little phone, a scroll. Yeah, yeah. So listen. So when I'm saying listen, why am I saying that? Okay, listen is on a lot of levels. So let me say with me, break it down. Break it down. Come on, break it down now. Break it down. <laughs> I love you guys for saying that. With me. <laughs> Dab. Okay. In the Bible, the angels always show up, and they're messengers of truth, right? The Bible tells us it's the angel Gabriel. Well, see, I still believe the angels are speaking now, right? Angels are speaking now. I believe they're real. I believe they're all around us. There's scriptural evidence. There's stories from all around the world about seeing and experiencing these angelic beings, these messages. So to listen, we have to get quiet every single day. And my practice is to get out my little sheet. You all know I made it. There's, they're in the bookstore. There's a whole packet you can buy. And every morning I say, okay, what is my I am for the day? Who am I to be? What's the highest spiritual energy I'm to bring forward every single day? And that helps me begin to listen in a different way. I listen, it's like I'm listening with my soul, not with my physical ears. I'm listening with my heart and soul. I'm touching into the intuitive self. We're going to get more into that in January as we're doing the 12 powers too. We're going to talk about as you activate some of the powers in these spiritual centers in your body, you're going to be more able to hear the voice of spirit and know with confidence that as you're moving forward, you're really hearing the voice of spirit. Well, we see in the Bible, they didn't always believe. And when they didn't believe, you know, bad stuff happened, right? It's like there was this divine guidance coming in. You got to listen. You got to listen. So, but to listen, you have to get quiet. A little bit every single day, just a little bit. 
just a little bit. Get up in the morning, maybe get up like 15 minutes earlier. People always say, well, what if I'm a night person? I say, get up 15 minutes earlier. Night people, I don't understand you. (laughs) Get up 15 minutes earlier. Yeah, just tap in, just touch in and say, Spirit, what is mine to do today? What is mine to be today? That's the number one is what's the divine energy that wants to come in and through? And then we listen. We listen. And I've also noticed as I'm listening and as I get that first I am, as I go throughout the day, there'll be little touches from the universe that let me know, okay, I am right on track. Have you had that happen? Where you set an intention, then somebody says something. Sometimes it's weird. You'll see a billboard, right? You'll see, uh, or a friend will say something and you go, I can't believe you just said that. That's what I was just thinking about. Has that happened to you? Well, that's because as you set that intention, what you're doing is creating that consciousness to receive and be that thing for the day. And the universe says, yep, here you go. Yep, here you go. Because you've aligned your thoughts, your feelings, your beliefs and ideas with the good that the universe wants to bring. And as long as you just get up and slam into the day and don't think about it and you're plugged in right away and you're listening to TV all the time and binging on Netflix, you're going to miss it. And what I've learned on the soul journey is that there are these these windows of opportunity that happen. And I know it because I've worked with thousands of people for years on their spiritual journey. And they'll know they're supposed to do something. They get guidance they're supposed to do something. And they don't move forward. And the opportunity goes away. And so I've said this before. And people will say, well, you know, I didn't like when you said that. And I go, Okay. You don't have to like it. I'm telling you the truth. Well, it seems like I need to be in fear. I said, no, don't be in fear. Only be in fear if you don't do it. And she goes, yeah, no, but is it fear bad? I said, well, there are certain spiritual laws in place that if we don't follow them, whether we agree with them or not, they're still in place. For instance, if you go down the road and there's a law called speed limit 55, and you go 70 and you get pulled over and you say to the police officer, I don't believe in the 55 speed limit. <laughs> what are they going to say to you? No problem. You just, you can pay it now or go see the judge. In other words, there are laws in place, right? There are things in place. It's law of cause and effect that's always in place. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. You may not like the law of gravity, but if you jump out of the building, you are going to fall. It doesn't matter if you believe in it or not. So I'm saying these are spiritual laws I'm giving you. They're not always easy to hear because it makes us 100% responsible for our life. There is no one to blame, friends. If we don't like what's here, okay, get quiet, unplug, tap in, listen, get your guidance, and then... And then number three today is action. Action. Number one was believe. Number two was what? Listen. And we were talking about listening, remember, from the heart and soul. And then three is action. Yeah. Say to the person next to you, don't forget to act. Because again, if you know what you're to do and you don't do it, you're not going to receive the blessing. And you're going to go, why does God never bring me anything? And God goes, why do they never move forward when they know what to do? You see, we still have this idea, even though we try to get out of it, we still have this idea that God is way up there and I'm way down here. God is you. 
God is within you. God is enfolding you every moment of every day, simply awaiting on you to be the blessing you say you want to be. And then support can come, but it's from us first. Eric Butterworth, one of Unity's greatest authors, I think, said God can do no more for you than God can do through you, right? Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one, right? So when we celebrate every Christmas, this gift that Jesus the Christ brought, we love to celebrate, we love to sing about the birth, but then it's our job to then live that life and that light in the world. You know, in Jesus's ministry, he even said, look, I've done it. Let's gather together 70 people and you guys go out. It's your turn. It's your turn. I've done my, I've done my thing. You, you go do it now. You go now. So that's our job. That's our job. So the reason we believe, the reason we listen, the reason we act is to bring about that good into the world. Because I believe if you're here now on planet earth, there's a divine purpose for you. I believe if you're here now on planet Earth at such a time with so much socioeconomic angst and turmoil and worry and political infighting in this side of the aisle, on that side of the aisle, you're supposed to be bringing the light, the love of the Christ into the world. That's why you're here. It's not just to work, pay taxes and die. You have a divine purpose. So that's why I'm so excited. I'm, and I'm, it gets so, uh, 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 well, excited about, <laughs> about these teachings. Cause I think if the world would only wake up to this, the news cycle would change. Can you imagine a news station that did a segment called Nothing But Good News? Imagine. Imagine. So believe, listen, act. Action. Yes, action. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.